Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. I regret to inform you <laughs> that Ashley has killed fact or fiction with Tara. <laughs> Why are my eyes watering? Why are you crying? She literally was like, Taryn, I hate it with a passion. <laughs> and like, you know when you think you're thriving and then someone's just like... Calm down. You no. get dad jokes at the end. This is compromise, people. <laughs> please say a prayer for me wherever you are. R.I.P. I cannot. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ashley. Did I sound like Ross? Hi. 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 That's Taryn. Hello. (laughs) This is unsolicited advice. If you have never listened to us before, um, this is a podcast where we advise you on all of your life struggles. (laughs) Yeah. While while hiding ours, (laughs) it helps with we advise you so we don't have to focus on our own. Exactly. (laughs) We just go home and we're like just quiet, like sad people. But here we're like hello. (laughs) Be sure to subscribe for more of our content. Like, rate, review, follow us on Instagram. What's our Instagram handle, Taryn? It is unsolicited advice pod. I love. Putting Taryn on the spot and seeing you if she really can remember. Do. Yeah. You really it's one do. of my favorite things to yeah. do. And she always like not panics, but she takes a second, deep Just breath. Surprise. Her eyes look up and then she delivers. But she she does yeah. it right every time. Which honestly, I feel like I should do that more often. I tend to be like trigger happy with just saying whatever's on my mind. Yeah. Like what if in real life, and not that this is not, but like I actually took a second. Just like a <laughs> breath. Let's think about it. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time, that's so exciting. If and this, I'm excited for you. If this isn't your first time and you haven't yet written us a story. Oh, yeah. Do it. Consider this God yeah. telling you wow, that's, to write your story. We are humble <laughs> creatures. God's on our side. <laughs> um, no, I think it's cool, though, because like I've... I, I'm in the need for finding new podcasts because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the type that like I find one I like and then I like binge the crap out of it until mm-hmm. I catch up and then I'm just so sad. Taryn and I are, this is one of the things that I think is why we get along so well. <laughs> when we find something we like, it could be food, it could be a song, it mm-hmm. could be a TV show mm-hmm. or a podcast or a book. There's nothing else yep. that matters. It doesn't matter. Yep. It doesn't matter what it is, no. how important it is, where your priorities should be. If I find a food place that I'm obsessed with, I yep. will go there every night for a week. Yep. And I will destroy my desire to eat there because I'll just eat there constantly. Oh, yeah, we don't we we love till we hate. <laughs> yeah. And then we move on. Same thing with music. I find a song that Same I like, thing with I men. listen to it I'm on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it on repeat yeah. for like two weeks straight until I'm sick of it fully and you know it's maybe something I need to work on but also like when you're in it it's great 
Like, you know what? The older I get, the more I'm like, if something brings me genuine joy, mm-hmm. no matter if I think it's stupid, no matter if I think I'm overdoing it, like that's so rare yeah. nowadays that yeah. I'm like, I'm just gonna joy in general. With it. <laughs> joy in general. Happiness yeah. in general. Like like I remember like when I first started being like Oh, I love Legos. Like, I was like, oh, like, calm down. It's just whatever. And then there's just this point where I was like, no, it's fine if I'm known as the Lego person. And in fact, I FaceTimed one of my best friends, Nicole, and her daughter said, called me Lego. And Nicole oh. says she thinks my name is Lego. Anti Lego. Should that be embarrassing? Maybe, but I, I just, you know, I'm rolling with it because they make me actually, happy. Actually, I love that for you. I feel like that's I your dream too. come true. Yeah. Uh, what is new with you? Anything uh, you want to catch the people up on? N- nothing new. Nothing new, new. Um, had the most relaxing weekend. Did literally nothing to the point where I was almost going stir crazy. Yeah. Um, I Taryn witnessed it a few times. <laughs> when you know, I would, I like, I love, I love sitting and doing nothing for one day max, and then any yeah. the, any longer than that, and I start getting like, I need to go do some. I need to. I need to. I'll clean like crazy. Yeah. I'll go for like a hike and then I'll go for a walk. And then I'm like, I get, I get stir crazy. But then I, <clears throat> uh, on Sunday when I would have gone and done something, um, I forgot that I told my friend I would watch her dogs. <laughs> yeah, There were so many. And guys, she has two. And Taryn and I and our roommate, Alicia, who's my sister, we have three. Yeah. <laughs> so all together, there were five dogs at our house. It wasn't a situation that I could easily leave the house for and come back to well yeah and like you're responsible for those dogs yeah. so like if something were to happen you would be like yeah and I'm one so of my dogs yeah. is a rescue who's not the best with dogs they happen to get along really well which is fine great but like i i didn't trust leaving them alone so i was stuck inside <laughs> the house it for you way know, too it's long and i started like... going i started going wild i opened a bottle of wine way too early it was like three yeah she was like Let's go somewhere. Should we go here? Should we go here? And I was like opposite. I had had the craziest day beforehand. Mm, She had a very busy Saturday. Yeah. So I was ready to do nothing. And Ashley was just like, I could feel her energy, which was making me feel like I couldn't just chill because I was like, okay, like, what do you need to do? Like, what do we need to do to get you okay? Because you're stressing me out. (laughs) Taryn's two self was trying to help. Whereas if that, if roles were reversed, I would have been like, "Mm." Yeah. No, fully, fully, fully. Um, what about you, Taryn? What's new? I don't know. I don't think anything's like crazy new. Um, I this sounds so dumb, but like, do you ever have a day where you do jobs that like have been sitting around forever, yeah. and you feel like I I related yeah. so hard to that part, and he's just not that into you. That movie where she like paid her bill late. Because she got like a rush out of like, oh, I did it. And like, I got away with it. Yeah. Like I like there was stuff I did this weekend that I was like, I forgot that I needed to do it. Like it's been that long. So I feel very accomplished. I also have like five new Lego sets just like sitting in my room. So I'm really excited to like do that. And that's like what I'm looking forward to in life (laughs) right now. Stoked for you. I know. (laughs) Some people are like, I have a date coming up. I'm like, yeah, I got that new typewriter Lego. <laughs> I'm going to build the crap out of it. Yeah. Oh, shoot. That's what I, you know, <laughs> it's the little things. It really is the little things. Um, okay. Well, I have a good turn it up for us. Perfect. Do you want to explain what a turn it up is, Taryn, for all the new people? Because we have so many new listeners. 
I'm sure. We oh, she manifests. To all our new listeners <laughs> out there. Um, yeah, so uh, obviously my name is Taryn. Uh, this kind of spiraled out of me sharing embarrassing stories about me. Yeah, when we first started this podcast, we were like, oh, what do we talk about? Yeah. And um, we ended up talking a lot about ourselves and yeah. our horribly embarrassing, awkward situations. Yeah. And so it just kind of spiraled from there of you guys being like, oh you my guys gosh, like, I <laughs> feel like I'm the same. And so it just became a whole it became a whole Thanks. segment. So now we're all that you guys ran with. <laughs> and like, um, so this one, I'm not going to say the title because it really does give way too much away. Um, but let's go ahead and dive into it. Um, hello there, Taryn and Ashley. Hi, you guys, running away with the Taryn, Taryn and Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> Alphabetical guys. Thank goodness I'm a late bloomer when it comes to us unsolicited advice because I have plenty of podcast episodes left to yeah, listen to in my free time and commutes to work. And I have a tearing it up for you guys. I am 29 years old from Virginia, but this story is from when I was in my early teens. Let me set the scene. It's early 2000s. Hell yeah. Survive. Yeah, <laughs> Yes. My neighborhood besties and I are blasting Reach for the Stars by S Club 7 on our CD player oh in the living room. We were practicing our grand finale routine for our upcoming garage recital for our uh -huh. parents and neighbors. Naturally. Can we take a break? I'm taking a break. I did so many garage oh, recitals. So many. Oh, my God. I, yep. I kind of forgot girls, about it. Spice Girls, Britney Spears, yeah. NSYNC. Oh, oh my God. Uh-huh. Um, she just asked, she puts in parentheses, did anyone else do this as a kid? Just yep. us? No, 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 no. Everyone, Everyone did that. Music videos every weekend. Okay, anyways, back into this. We had just finished practicing another round of the dance, and everyone was sweaty and ready to take a break. So while everyone headed to the kitchen to get water, one of my friends, who is a few years younger than me, walks over to the standing floor fan to cool down. He tilted his head toward the fan to get the best angle for a refreshing breeze. Did I mention this fan was missing its front cover? What? Yeah, you guessed it. He got too close and a huge chunk of his hair got caught in the <gasps> blades as it continued to spin. Although everyone else was in the kitchen, I was still in the living room. His arms were flailing at his sides and he was screaming, help me, help. <laughs> she put with H-A-L-P. Help. help. So I ran to him and panicked. I didn't know what to do because I couldn't find the power button. Then he finally screamed with pure panic in his voice, unplug it. And she thinks, she puts in parentheses, I don't know why I didn't think of that initially. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, was the cord not showing? I finally unplugged the fan, but it was too late. That huge chunk of hair had been pulled from his head, and this kid now had a huge bald spot in the center oh of his head. <laughs> the center? Center, because he had bent over. <laughs> We all could not stop laughing. Thankfully, he had longer hair, so he could cover it up when needed. But when <laughs> but when we went swimming in the months following the incident, all of his hair would fall down to the sides, and we were greeted with the biggest bald spot I've ever seen on a kid. I hope this made you giggle a little bit. I laughed while typing it. In case anyone needs an update, his hair did indeed grow back, and he's doing just fine these days. Love you both. Oh Brittany. my gosh! And the title That's is "I brutal. Gave My Friend a Bald Spot." I get. <laughs> I'm dying because I feel like <laughs> that's just like a cartoon. The, yeah, you know when there's like a guy who's uh, like a bald character in a cartoon, it's always it's like just like a perfectly spot. centered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of their head, <laughs> poor thing. 
poor thing. That's rough. Also super painful. I can't imagine like hair getting ripped out in that that like much hair getting ripped out. Yeah. But it's weird because like if you pull a chunk of hair versus like one hair, like one hair hurts, hurts way worse. I mean, depends. So I but I mean also like I'm not pulling it out. So. Right, right, right. I'm just getting scalped. I still I'm still going to stand by this. I feel like a bikini wax would be worse still but who knows well who knows i'm not testing it out <laughs> i feel like that's worse than everything so <laughs> literally did it once and was like never again i sweat through a jean jacket i will say there's a not like we need to talk about this much further <laughs> but you do have to go regularly no, at a certain amount of time if you let the root like grow then it's always going to be painful. But I was if you keep so it uncomfortable. Up, it's not that painful. Also, the stuff I talked about because I felt the need to fill the science, science <laughs> to fill the science, <laughs> to fill the silence. And she just kept looking at me like, "You don't need to, to keep talking." But I was like, "So, uh, I do am- you have any kids?" <laughs> <laughs> Getting just so personal. Yeah. Um, I I will say my place, my original place I used to go to, used to have peach bellinis. That they offered you, and I would oh. just go Chug for it those. with the peach bellinis. Yeah. Um, but that place closed, and my new place does not have those, and it is not my. F- I don't like it. I'm well, upset. We we can make you one before you go. Yeah, I just take a <laughs> By shot yourself, before going. again, <laughs> never again, never. You'd have to drop me off. <laughs> All right, I can do that for you. Anyways, now. new subject. <laughs> what are we talking about? Why are we here? At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. I will go ahead and go into my story. Perfect. And this is called the strut. Let me start that from the top. English, please. (laughs) Three words in and I'm struggling. Actually, two. Anyways, the struggle of being judgmental. And I just love like, okay, so like we make this joke, right? Like how we're we try to we're professionally unprofessional, right? Like that's right. like the whole thing of our podcast uh-huh, is it's like promise. two random girls just like telling other people what they should do in their life. Mm, like we're better than you. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like it's not I think what we do and I think we do well is we attack it from an area of like not from like above thinking like we know what to tell you and what you should do, mm-hmm. but as genuinely thinking like what would I do in this situation and also like what would I tell like my best friend to do like yeah. someone that I love yeah what would I tell them right because when we read these stories like we're not like detached like I genuinely care about every email yeah we read like I'm so emotionally invested in them. 
And so it's always like really interesting when I read a story and I think you are the same. Like we cling to stories where we find a piece of ourselves kind of in them Mm -hmm. or the complete opposite where we're like, what would I do? Like I've never thought about that, you know? And I think this one for me is something that I feel like I could touch on because I've come out on the other side of it of realizing my motivation for having the problem that she's having. Oh, interesting. I know. So I'm just excited. That was just a tangent. Can't wait to unpack this. Let's unpack it. It's really (laughs) short and sweet, so it'll be great. Okay. Hi, Ash and Taryn. My girl. You're my favorite. It's fine, Em. It's fine. Don't tell the other. First off, I want to start this email the way most people do by saying that I am so grateful that you made this podcast and it is helping me forget about a really hard thing in my life that has changed because of COVID and that may never be fixed. You can call me M. Hey, M. Hey, M. So I'm going into my freshman year of high school and I'm trying to start fresh and build stronger relationships with friends and also make new friends. Here's my problem. I'm judgmental. Oof. I don't know how or when this started, but I find myself looking at a person and deciding whether I think I would be friends with them based off of their looks, which I know is pretty bad, I know. I also have found myself trying to make me feel better about my body by saying, oh, look, that junior or senior has a similar body to me and looks confident. I don't know if I'm just doing this to make myself feel better or what, but I really need advice. If you do read read this, I want to thank you. If you don't, I still want to thank you for your for you giving me a place that I am able to speak my mind and not feel like everyone is judging me for judging others. Love M. Interesting. Yes. I don't think we've ever talked about something like no, this before. I don't think we have. But well, I feel like we've touched on this in regards to like I think where the core of this can come from. And again, M, I'm sharing from like what I've realized of myself. Mm-hmm. I I think that like there is something that comes with when you are able to tie like a mental thing that's going on with physical actions that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the best example that I always go to when I'm talking about this is say in a relationship, there's a boyfriend and a girlfriend. And say the boyfriend's cheating on his girlfriend. He will accuse the girlfriend of cheating on him 24-7 because he knows that he himself is doing something. So that insecurity comes out of him thinking, oh, well, she must be too. He knows people are capable of it because he is. So he assumes everyone exactly. else is doing it. So if I am throwing out judgmental things and thinking about people in certain ways... There's usually a tie to that's what I think everyone else is thinking of me or say, for instance, like I'm insecure about my body. So I'm thinking everyone else is thinking that my body is disgusting or it doesn't look a certain way because I'm projecting thoughts thoughts. based off of something that's going on within myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is such a power that comes with realizing that most of our own issues, we have a lot more control than I think we let ourselves know about. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of stuff, if we could just 
go within and figure it out and realize like, I have the power to let what you do affect me or not. Right. And it's a lot easier said than done. It's something that has to be practiced daily. But I I would think the way that you're judging all these other people is because I think there's something inside of you that is so insecure that is thinking that everyone else is judging you. So it's a way to cope with that by then projecting that outward as well. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that makes sense. I um I recently had a talk with Taryn um, and I was telling her that one of my biggest insecurities is like um, not feeling like smart enough mm-hmm. when it comes to a lot of the things that I do um, for work and having those more business conversations with people. Um, and one of the things that holds me back the most, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but my my struggle in life is constantly worrying about what other people are thinking about yeah. me. And I know that's a very common thing, but that's like my, my number one, I think, struggle. And anytime I have to talk about finance or business strategy, I I start like slinking back into my chair because I feel like I don't have anything to like bring to the conversation and I assume that people are aware of that and are like oh honey she doesn't know what she's doing yeah not a single person has ever outright said something to me about that um the only person that I've like really ever told specifically has been my sister um and Taryn, obviously. Um, but no one else has ever made me feel that way. That's simply me being so nervous anytime I have to talk about that kind of stuff that I start assuming people know. Yeah. And it goes, it's the same thing about with like my fear of dancing. Yeah. It's not dancing. It's it's thinking about how people th- are looking at me and yeah. thinking that I can't dance when no one really, no one cares. No, and... And in a way, because I do the same thing when I'm feeling insecure about my body, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I saw the way she just looked at me. I know that she's thinking this, like, Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And in a way, it's really actually unfair of us, of everyone who struggles with that, to put that onto someone else and to assume that they are that shallow or judgmental. Yeah, and and so it's like this weird swap that happens, and I think that's what you're struggling with because even in the end, you're like, I'm afraid of finding someone who won't judge me for being judging. Yeah, and it's it's all tied together of like what we're projecting, and yeah. if you yourself are so scared of people judging you, it makes sense why then you naturally go and start to judge other people. Right, you know? and this can snowball so quickly. Oh my. God. Gosh, if yeah. Taryn wakes up one day and thinks that I looked at her weird because of her body and she's putting on these projections onto me thinking that I'm judging her, she's going to like not talk to me that day. Like we're going to end up in not a fight, but like there's just going to be tension. There's going to be this tension yeah. where mm-hmm. she's going to resent me because she thinks I'm thinking something. And that's going to result in like a not a tear, but like a fracture in the friendship until you talk about it eventually. Yeah, Wait, because but it's, then you're going to have to admit that you had this whole fight with me in your head, you yeah. know? So it's something you have to like really like grab a hold of and pull together and not get a grip on what's the word? Control. Yeah. Your thoughts beforehand. Otherwise, I think it's just being when you aware. do find yeah. someone that you click with, I wouldn't be shocked if you had a bunch of fights because you think they're thinking something. 
Yeah, and it's, I like called Ash out on this the other day and I basically just told her, I was like, you're you're playing a game, but no one else is playing, which is why you lose every time. Yeah. Because you're sitting there with all this strategy and they're <laughs> thinking this and because they're thinking that and I know they are, then I'm gonna do this because ha ha, like I beat you and <laughs> blah, blah, I win. Blah. But then what ends up happening? She's like the crazy person in the corner that's talking to herself <laughs> and everyone else is just living life. Yeah. Like it's, it's you're, you're playing this game, you're in this cycle of thinking, everyone's thinking this about me so I'm thinking about everyone else mm. and I'm insecure about my body so I'm going to look at someone who has it worse than me and even just in those thoughts it's creating a very unhealthy thing and one of the best things someone told me because I was saying like I was so insecure about what people thought about my body is they were like yeah we're all a little conceited like that huh and I was like conceited and like I'm telling you how I'm insecure about my body and she's like yeah like sometimes we need to realize like no one's thinking about us like no one cares like we're not that important that we walk in a room and every single person is like oh my gosh look at her body look at her hair oh my gosh is she saying the right thing is she doing Mm -hmm. the right thing like everyone's like worried about themselves and doing their own thing and we have to stop thinking that we're that big of a deal that everyone is constantly like you know, it's like gossip girl, like, what is she doing? And like, what did she wear? And like, yeah, it's we really like are not that big of a deal. And I say that in the most like it's a humbling thing to be yeah. like, everyone has their own stuff they're thinking about. And so for me, what I've been working on and um, my therapist, this is something we've been working on, too, is she's she's having me talk to myself as if I were a friend. Right. Like I've shared that with you. But So when I'm getting stuck in a thought and thinking about, oh my gosh, this person's looking at me this way or thinking this thing, like what would I tell a friend? And so I'm starting to talk to myself in this way that's very encouraging, that's very like shutting down that thing and realizing that if, if my worst fear is true, right? Like so say I walk in the room My worst fear is you're like looking at me and you're like, ooh, she should not be wearing that, right? Like say if that's my worst fear in the moment. That's a you problem if that's true. Mm -hmm. Like if you really took the time to look at me and focus in and be like, oh, what is she wearing? Like, oh my gosh, she should not wear that for her shape or whatever. That's more says something about you than me. Like Mm -hmm. your thoughts should not control what I am, what I do. So it's it's a lot of what I'm trying to get at (laughs) because I feel like I'm like circle talking, but I feel like it's related this is a you thing that you need to start restructuring the way that you're thinking. And I would like sit down with yourself and write out what are the things that are important to me? So not how someone looks because it sounds like you recognize that. But I want to find a friend who makes me feel supported. I want to find a friend who we have like common interests we like laugh about. And I think as you start to reshift and then like really look to the core of like, do I feel like everyone's judging me and am I struggling with my own insecurities and that's why I'm projecting? I think you'll start to like sift through and make sense of what's going on in your mind, you know? Yes. I think it's really interesting if you think about every single human being on this earth is the main character in their own life and you are not their main character. Yeah. And I think it's, humbling (laughs) to remember that. Um, And I think it's good to remember that it's normal to 
to have those insecurities and have those fears and to think about yourself mm -hmm. constantly. It sounds conceited, but like you are the only one living your life. So of course you're going to think about those things. Um, but just, you know, I think a, a little reminder here and there that um, I don't want to, I don't want to be mean and say like, uh, it's not about you, but it kind of isn't about yeah. you. Like they have their own lives that they're focused on. If you're insecure, if you're, if everyone shows up to a party and you're scared to dance, I guarantee you the person that you're worried about is scared of something else. Yeah, and at the end of the day, life. you're the one who ended up having I a bad night dancing, because you didn't dance because or Because I was worried about, about them, but yep. I guarantee you they were worried about how their body looked that mm -hmm. night or she was worried about, you know, what he was thinking about her when in reality he was like, oh, I don't care about her. I care about this. You know, like everyone, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. No one's that important. And we all need to take a step back and yeah. Just live life. Yeah, and it's it's like that whole cycle of like um, a lot of times like something that you didn't like about like what your parents did, um, you end up also doing. Or like for you, like you don't like feeling belittled in those situations, but in other situations, like you like to feel like you're in control and on top of things. Mm -hmm. And we've even had talks about that where I'm like, I like sometimes you make me feel like I'm not doing enough and you've been like I'm so sorry like that's not I know how that feels and I don't I didn't yeah. mean to like make you feel that way right so it's interesting how we do tend to like something that's hurt us in the past or something that's a source of insecurity we kind of like try to overcompensate for it yeah. and then end up doing the thing that we hated that was done to us and it's so cliche but we all do it yeah we literally all do it. And especially freshmen in high school. Pff, girl, I was a hot mess. Oof. I was shy. <laughs> what? <laughs> like I was, I struggled. So you have so much to come. And I think if you start to like practice these things at your age, pff, you're going to soar. Unstoppable. I didn't start tackling this stuff until pff, last year. <laughs> you know? And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Um, but thank you so much, M, for writing in and just being so honest. And I think this is an area I think people don't talk about because they're afraid of like a negative view. Yeah. But it's so normal. It's something we all go through. And I think that this year is going to be the best yet. Take a deep breath, step back and just be confident in who you are. You got this. Yeah. Okay, uh, moving on to my story. This one is titled, Do I Love Him or Do I Love Him Not? Ooh, Love a good relationship drama. I wish I had someone to be even like considering if I did or didn't. <laughs> you know? I want that for you too. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. I love you both and feel so much comfort when I listen to your podcast because I feel like I'm with the two big sisters I've never had. Aww. You keep me sane and laughing all throughout quarantine. And Taryn, your new YouTube series resonates so deeply with me and everyone I've shown it to. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I need to... Uh post do some more videos yeah but I took I took a break for myself and that's what I said from the very beginning of this whole uh -huh. thing mm -hmm. this is not like uh I'm not doing this for anyone else I'm doing it for myself so right. I'm sticking to that and mm -hmm. I haven't wanted to post I needed to take a break mm -hmm. for myself so but 
And we love There's that. There's more to come. We there is more that. to come. But yes. The people have spoken. So uh, okay. get on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now here's some background for my email. I'd like to stay anonymous, by the way. I've been dating my boyfriend for 2.5 years and loved him after like eight months of dating because I was thinking the two of us were exclusive because we had said we were a few months in. But it turns out we weren't. Oh, no. I met him while I was in grad school in New York. And after four months of dating and recently saying we were exclusive, I went home which is about two hours from him, for the summer for a clinical for school. During this time, I assumed we were exclusive because we said we were and was busy during the week at my clinical and would visit when I could on the weekend. I found out months later when I was head over heels for him that he was dating another girl during this time and is still in contact with her months later, even sexting on Christmas night while he FaceTimed my family and I that next morning. Ew. Needless to say, I was heartbroken and have severe trust issues now and get these random pangs in my heart whenever I think about the past. But our lives are entwined and his family loves me and even included me in their upcoming family vacation seven months from now. That includes plane tickets that his family covered for me. My family loves him too. He promised to be 100% transparent and I have full access to his phone when I'm with him, but I still catch him in white lies that make me feel like I still can't trust him. I know this was a long email. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but can, I, we'll continue. I feel like all the people who say, I'm sorry, this was long. There's it's aren't so short. long. And then yeah. other people write like novels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she continues. But I'm asking for advice on what to do. I do love him. But that anxiety that I feel when it comes to trust messes with my head. So what do I do? Do I ask for a break or do I break up with him? Anonymous. T T T T T. Wow, drama, drama. Um, See, yeah, so many thoughts. And this <laughs> is I one of the through. ones that, like, I'm gonna try to answer it as like nicely as possible. Because if you were my friend, girl, <laughs> I would be saying some <clears throat> things. Well, I think we should. We can just like right off the bat, just kind of go. Let's not hold back. Okay, but well, we just talked about that earlier. That we genuinely. Okay, 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 okay. Honey, he sounds like he's horrible. Karen's turn. I just okay. There's two. Th- there's two things that popped out to me right away. One of them was how many times she repeated because he said we were exclusive. Like right off the bat, at least three. I like three to four times mm-hmm. within a few sentences. You felt the need to express he said we were exclusive, which to me right away like just just going off of like your language you're using is you you're stuck in this place where you're like I'm so confused because he said, he it. said it he said we're exclusive he said we're exclusive and I think he I mean <laughs> I don't think it's not even that you have trust issues you can't trust him like no. well and I, th- I think we're kind of like not saying not really outright saying it but he cheated on you oh well I but like we're not saying it we're saying oh he thought we weren't exclusive so he was talking to someone no no he said said it. it then he cheated on you and he should be treated as a cheater and after you said you were exclusive and he's still talking to this girl and he's still I mean the fact that he could FaceTime your family and then be sending inappropriate stuff with a girl on the same day, like that just shows 
uh, for me, that shows a lot about him. And yeah. I think, like, that's what's so stupid. It's so stupid. I, like I've said before, I am very, like, old school, right? Like, mm-hmm. if this is what uh, you said you would do, you do it. And I think nowadays, like, with society, everything has become, like, there's so many different areas, yeah. right? Like, there's yeah. so many different things. Like, I just saw a TikTok where it was, like, this couple... And it was like, what do you define as cheating? And so different things would pop up and they would be like, oh, no, that's not cheating. Oh, no, that's not cheating. And there were so many things that they were saying, oh, no, that's not cheating that I was like, to me, that would feel like a betrayal, which is what I think cheating is. It's when someone goes outside of what you guys have and seeks some type of fulfillment with like something emotionally, sexually, whatever, that they're they should be getting in their relationship with you. Yeah. And and I think there's different levels of it, of course. Like for sure. Even like when I was in my relationship, there was this one day where I had a conversation with another guy and it made me realize how much I was missing from my relationship because I did get so much emotional fulfillment from this one guy in like a 15 minute conversation. Right. And so it's 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 a it's a weird place, but to me, if someone is to the point where they're sending each other sexual things. I'm sure there were pictures involved. I'm sure there were actions taken. Yeah, I mean, that's sexting. Private time. Um, That, to me, is a betrayal of your trust. And then for me, too, though, and this is what bothers me, for this guy to, like, offer up, like, oh, here's my phone, here's my this, and you still are catching him and stuff, First of all, that just shows that you don't trust him, the fact that you are digging into stuff, which shouldn't be the case. And also, he knows that you can see, but he still is lying and getting caught in these lies and just still somehow ends up like on top. Mm-hmm. It just shows that he has like this confidence in that he'll he'll just push through if he gets caught with something, you know? Yeah. And also, I don't like the fact that you have to check his phone. Like, that's, I know. That's, honestly, that's. That's sad and frustrating, and you shouldn't have to do that, period. No, like, it makes sense why you do, but you shouldn't have to. But the fact that that is, like, his, like, oh, here, you can have my phone. See, you you can trust me. I trust you. I'll I'll give you my phone. Like, you can go through it, whatever. That's not not a fix-it thing. That's, that's... I don't know. And well, then are you a- trying to find a partner or are you trying to freaking raise a teenager that you have to check on all his decisions to make sure he's doing the right thing? Right. If you are trying to have a life with someone, which 2.5 years sounds like you are, then um, he clearly sounds like he's not the type of guy who's ready to settle down. Um, also, I've... I don't know. I don't you didn't mention this at all, but you said that you were dating him after four months of dating was when you went home. But you are saying that you've been dating him for two and a half years now. So it sounds like this happened when in the beginning of your relationship, Mm -hmm. but you've still been with him for a significant amount of time. So I can only imagine how difficult these these issues are becoming if it's still happening if you're just now writing us yeah well and that's why that's that's what I was trying to get to about the whole cheating thing I think every person needs to define like what 
what betrayal is like too much for them and what affects their trust. I think it is a beautiful thing when people, I mean, you hear about it happening that they're able to recover from that and like find a very healthy trusting relationship. But I don't think everyone can do that. And I think that's okay. Yeah. I know that about myself. I don't think I'm the type of person that could recover from that. No. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, I think at the end of the day, from what I heard, you're not okay with what's happened and it's causing you to just be tortured and I don't think you deserve that. And I think it sucks that his family has a trip that they bought your plane tickets and all that, yeah, but that's but not your responsibility. No. You can offer to like help cover fault. part of it, but that shouldn't be something that ties you to it because what if you go and it's like miserable? That's not... No, you got to think about what's best for you. No, I mean, the, the family's a bummer, but I guarantee you the guy who you end up with one day, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe not him, um, <laughs> he's going to have a great maybe family too. Like, yeah. and you're, you're going to love them too. And um, I don't, if he can't change in two and a half years, then he's going to bring this mess into the marriage and ain't nobody got time for that. No, I always, I always tell people in relationships could you marry this person exactly how they are as is is, not changing anything because I don't think it's fair for us to ask people to change Mm -hmm. I mean I think we I think we do it's a natural thing like even in friendships right like I can tell you hey you do this and it affects me and I can hope that you change because you love me but at the end of the day I can't expect that you change and be like pressuring you 24 seven. Like at the end of the day, you have to sit and say this person as is like Mm -hmm. not hoping that they become a better person or this habit dies down as is, is this someone I want to spend the rest of my life with? Right. And if that answer is no, like if you look at your life and you're like, do I always want to be like looking over my shoulder and Mm -hmm. questioning every time he's out with his friends and all this stuff? Like, is this what I want for my life? And if the answer is no, there's no point in like dragging it out. Like you have to do what's best for you. And it sounds like it sounds like, you know, and I think that's why you're writing in. Mm -hmm. And I'd be very curious to know if your family knows about all this stuff, because I know if my family was like, I told them a story like this about a guy, my brothers would be like, no, 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 no. Like, he's done, you know? Yeah. Oh, if I was but dating fact- someone like this, Taryn would have slapped me. <laughs> I would have fought him Across already. the face, 100%. She would have been yeah. so upset. So, and yeah, yes, we that's don't, a great question. We don't have know you told all the anyone? details, but I think you should start to be very honest with people in your life about what's going on. Um, also, like, I'm a big fan of, like, taking a very intentional break. So... You know, if you're not at the point where you feel like you want to do that, like taking some space to like really think about, you know, like, I don't know, like, what do you want? You know, I don't know. I just feel like life is so short and we should really seek to find people that not only like we love, but that also like uplift us and love us back in like an equal way, you know? Yeah. And um, I agree with Taryn. I feel like. If you, the way you wrote this and the way you worded it tells me that you don't want to be with him, but you kind of feel stuck because of the feelings that you feel for him, the feelings that you feel for his family, his family loving you, your family loving him. Um, And I understand and I empathize with that. I feel like that's a really difficult position to be in, but it sounds like you want to jump ship and you just need to push. So 
Um, here's Taryn and I <laughs> Politely giving you a, a little nudge. But again, we don't know the whole situation. This is why you should be talking to the people in your life that know all of the right. scenario. But based off of what you wrote. Yes. yes. Based off of your language, it sounds like you're done and... Rightfully so. Like, oh, that's, find someone that who doesn't find someone who treats you better. There's someone out there yeah. that'll that'll genuinely cherish you and treat you like a queen, and that's what we want for you. Thank you so much for writing yeah. in. I'm so sorry you're going through that, but I guarantee you, you're not alone. Other people oh gosh, listening yeah. are going, "Oof, me." Yeah. <laughs> Did I write this? <laughs> um, well, should we end it with a tearing it up? Uh, no, it's not a dad joke. I, I blacked out for a second. Thank I don't know you what happened. For really Should we end it with a dad joke? Yes. Um. Okay, ready? Yes. Okay, so the wife says, do you think our kids are spoiled? And the husband says, no, I think most kids smell like that. <laughs> do you get it? Yeah. My God. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Um, again, be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe, share this episode, this podcast with your friends and family. Follow us on socials. And uh, we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.